uh, Charlie Winfield on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Mississippi State back on the winning track with five in a row, and they've got a couple in Biloxi, and then and then they'll go to Lexington, Kentucky this weekend. How do you think that, I asked you this last week, but how do you think Lamonis will continue to balance Highfield, Hancock, Hines, and maybe even Bryce Chance? Or you'll just continue to kind of see what they're, what he's been doing, try to get him as many innings slash ABs as he can. I think you're going to have a real good chance as this thing goes forward to seeing Ross Highfield go from catching the middle game to maybe catching the games and and maybe not catching the middle game, so to speak, pitching the pitching the other two. Because the thing that Highfield has done is he's been improving defensively. Now his arm is really good. He's been improving in terms of receiving, which is also obviously catching it is the first job of the catcher, right? And he's he did it called a really clean game this weekend and his bat's undeniable. The guy got what eight extra base hits out of his thirteen hits on the season. So he is he is hitting it really hard and with some power. And I think ultimately, I guess that's a good problem to have. It's one of those spots where he's going to have to make some decisions of how he shifts things around. You talk about Bryce Chance, the guy's leading the team and hitting by twenty something points. I don't know that anybody saw it coming. But he's hitting 373, and he's hit for some power, too. So, you know, uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago about who's going to hit in the three spot. And I didn't think it would be Bryce Chance, but <laughs> he's just getting the job done. Okay, so Dakota Jordan was the buzz, even though Highfield was was highly coveted and, and, and MLB was there and, and so on. Um. You got four guys that you just named. I think one's a redshirt freshman and and Chance, but you have three true freshmen in Highfield, Dakota, and Mershon. Is that too many? That could I know Dakota may not be in the lineup every day, and Highfield too, and maybe even Mershon. Let's say they're in though seventy percent of the time. Are you relying too much on true freshmen and a redshirt freshman? Yes, but it's just kind of where you are here's the bright spot. Here's the good news. And I'm going to sound like a, a New Orleans Saints fan from years ago of the wait till next year. This is a team that has a chance to compete this year. But once the last out of this season is recorded and you roll into next year, all of a sudden you're the veteran team. All of a sudden you're the guy with that loaded sophomore class. And so it's there's going to be some days in the SEC, which the competition is elite, where they're going to look like freshmen. But all those experiences, I think, are going to go a long ways towards getting Mississippi State back where it wants to be in baseball by giving them a chance to be the team with the experienced sophomores next year. Mm-hmm. With Dakota Jordan, it looks like he's pressing, scuffling what, a little bit. That's exactly what it seems like to me. Dakota Jordan's talent is is unquestioned. He was the best player we had in the fall. He was really good in the early spring. And I told somebody yesterday, well, keep in mind, the guys played 12 games. You know, 12 games in Major League Baseball is two weeks. It's a, it's a little slump. In college baseball, where the sample size is much smaller, the season's shorter, everything gets magnified a little bit more. But you've seen glimpses. 
Here's the, the good news about Dakota Jordan. You say, well, the bad thing is he struck out 12 times. Well, the good thing is he's walked 10. And so you're seeing a guy who's maybe pressing a little bit, but there's there's a lot more good there, too, than I think some point. people are immediately noticing. Okay. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. What hey, You've called a ton of games this year, and you've called the last four, the midweek and all three over the weekend. What am I missing? What am I not at? Well, I, you know, two guys that, I mean, Amani Larry, good grief. And um, so, You just nailed it. You, you just nailed it. I'd say there's two things. Obviously, Ledbetter's been a nice transfer. Uh, Luke Hancock's hitting 346. Somebody was telling me the other day, well, Luke Hancock hadn't improved. Well, Luke Hancock's raised his batting average about uh, 60, 70 points over his career average. He's doing just fine. And then Amani Larry. And the other thing about Hancock, by the way, the guy walks so much. He's walked 16 times. How about this for Amani Larry? We, we've seen over the years, even R.J. Yeager last year transferring in struggled at the start. Two years ago, one of your most important players down the stretch was Scotty DeBrule, the transfer. And even in SEC play, was sitting down because he wasn't performing at the plate. And I think about those guys because they're second basemen. You've got back-to-back years where second baseman transfers have struggled as they come in. How about Amani Larry, though? This guy is hitting 352. He's got three home runs. He's walked 13 times. He's only struck out four. He's only struck out four times in 54 at-bats. Fewest strikeouts on the team by far. Uh, I don't, and look, defensively, he's been really good, too. So he, to me, is, is one of the real stories about where this team is. And how about this? To have a guy at the top of your order is your leadoff guy who gets on base 52% of the time, man, that's, uh, that is something to be really encouraged about as we go forward in the season. Uh, would you... Would you continue to tell fans to temper their exp- – even though this is probably not possible in Mississippi State baseball, but with everything you just said, would you recommend them tempering their expectations? Yeah, but I think I, I think I would say it more like adjust expectations. And this goes for college baseball fans across the country. The commitment to college baseball through the SEC, through the South, is unparalleled. And there's a reason that in Major League Baseball, even the greatest teams lose 60-some-odd games a year. It's because 
it's really hard. And you're playing other teams who get paid to go to the ballpark too. Other guys who drive nice trucks to the field, right? And so that has changed a lot. If we were to go back into the 70s and 80s, we saw some great baseball. But in many times, the guys across the field weren't as great. Now, it's because, look, let's just face it, there weren't as many schools trying to go in all in on baseball back then as there are now. And that's why you could go 52 and 10 in a year. Those days are long gone. And so sweeps are much, much tougher to come by than they used to be. And those big, obnoxious, gaudy win totals are just hard. Yeah. And there is more parity in baseball, too. How many kids just drive through Jackson this weekend, drive by the parks in Madison and Ridgeland and down Flowood, you're going to see kids playing baseball everywhere. True. The development, the talent, the indoor facilities, the practice facilities where our players can get better in November and December is so much different than it's ever been. And so the point of it being it's, it is a league now where winning two out of three is a really good accomplishment where it used to not necessarily. There aren't any layups anymore the way there used to be. Yeah, fair enough. Well put. Charlie Winfield, SEC Network, um, ESPN Plus, calls a ton of basketball and baseball games, bulldoginitiative.com, and attorney, among other things, joining us on the Out of Bounds Show. Charlie, we appreciate it, man. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks, Bo. Charlie Winfield on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. I'm pulling my... uh, best Chris Jans impersonation today on a Monday. So good morning. Welcome into you. It is an exciting week with uh, the big dance and, and all the baseball. And then Blake is, you know, going crazy to talk NFL football and whether or not uh, Stephen Jones will do anything in free agency. I doubt it, but Blake can always have hope. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. It looks like we'll have Chris Jans at 945 today.